Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is Sheffield Live. Good afternoon and welcome to The Squeak. You're listening to 93.2 FM. My name's Luke Crofts. I'm joined by James Hargreaves. And he's extremely loud. <laughs> How are you doing? You all right? I'm great. It's been a bit of a muddle to get to this stage, hasn't it? <laughs> we literally come into the studio and, and nothing was working. <laughs> I know. I think I'm broken. I'm going to open the mince pies now. It's oh. the Christmas special. Are you feeling Christmassy? Eh? Uh, I am now. There's mince pies in front of me. I know, yeah. Uh, I'll be honest, James, we'll buy one and get one free at Tesco, so that's 75 pence back. That's alright by me. Yeah, there you I, go. Do Check I get in. the free ones then? Um, well, yeah, because I've already eaten a case. <laughs> we'll, we'll share these. How's your week been anyway? Been a good one. Um, been getting into the Christmas spirit this week, doing shopping and going out um, you know, for a few drinks and meals and getting ready for the whole Christmas thing coming up this next week. Does that count as a Christmas T-shirt? Because it's got stars on it. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's a, it's a Doctor Who Christmas T-shirt jumper thing. Is it actually a Christmas one? It's it's based around the Christmas jumper design, isn't it? What do you think to mine? That's that's lovely. Christmas puddings all round. All right, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. a bit big. I bought it last year when I were a bit fatter. <laughs> but I'm putting the weight on rapidly. I'm eating my weight in mince pies. Yeah, I think I think I might need to lose a bit of weight so that I. I uh, couldn't have it hanging off me like yours is now. <laughs> Maybe we can just swap. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what's been in the news this week, James? Well, this week um, it's been a, it's been an interesting week. Star Wars has come out, hasn't it? Yes, I've not seen it yet, but the reviews are rave, aren't they? Apparently so. Apparently it's amazing. Yeah, I'm people looking been, forward to it. Well, people have been saying it looks like the original. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is it's no bad thing after the prequels came out. Um, but I, I'm of the school where the prequels weren't actually as bad as everybody makes out. Um, well, I think I think the was it the first one which was a bit poor. Yes, as in episode one. Yeah, so the Phantom the Menace. One. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then the third one or the last one, episode three. Yeah, um, was actually quite good. That's where he went into being um, the dark. Yes, turned into Vader. Vader, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, obviously, you, you're never going to beat, especially if you're of the old school, where you watched the original trilogy. You're never going to beat the feeling that you had as a kid watching it. So, and I think we'll find that with the kids that watch the Phantom Menace and uh, the original trilogy, they they'll grow up with that being their kind of Star Wars as, as they grew up. Uh, and now we're going to get a new generation with the Force Awakens in the next few. Well, I remember um, when the third lot of films came out. Sorry, the second lot of three. I'm getting right in a right mood here. <laughs> the Tazos were out, weren't they? Yes, yeah. And I had loads, loads and loads and loads of Tazos. And you could build like a well, whatever, but you could build like a, a spaceship with because yeah. they all slotted into each other, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd forgotten entirely about that, that they existed until you just mentioned them. Well, they were in bags of Walker's crisps, right? Mm. And my house was absolutely full. Well, my bedroom anyway was full of Tazos. Everywhere you looked, you looked and it said, eat Tazos. That doesn't surprise me with the amount of crisps that you eat. I don't eat that much crisps. 
I don't know, every, every time we go out, when, when we go to our friend Faith's house, I think the first thing you do when you get in is straight to the cupboard for mm. for either either the little sausages or the crisps. Yeah, actually, yeah, no, you're right. I do eat a lot of crisps. We bought one of them um, big, like, 30-pack bag of crisps oh, yes, from yeah. Aldi. Um, yeah, they've not lasted very long anymore. I always look at those bags and wonder what it'd be like if it was just one giant bag of crisps. <laughs> Rather than having individual packets inside, you opened it up and it was just crisps inside. <laughs> yeah, I've always thought that, like, you get a box of cereal or whatever and there's no bag inside, it's just, like, cereal. Like yeah. it is on the adverts when they go like that. Ooh, that must be awful. It must be soft. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, there's nothing worse than a soggy crisp, is there? No. It's quite depressing, actually. Mm. You know, when you open a bag and there's a hole in the bottom and you're like, oh. yeah, just ruins yeah. the whole thing. But, uh, Yes. We should bring. I don't think Chris would be very good to eat on the radio, though, because you'd be doing everyone's editing. <laughs> yeah, crunch, crunch. So, what sort of music have we got lined up for today? Well, uh, we've got a few um, that I've been banking up for the last few weeks because we've, uh, we've obviously had more music that we, than we can play each week. Um, have we got any Christmassy songs? Uh, there's nothing. I don't think anybody sent me any Christmassy songs. Um, but just a shout out to all the bands and artists listening. And if you know anyone in a band, uh, then send us some music because uh, you know we, we'll give you some radio play. We'll put you on the podcast and get you out there and heard. Um, and you, you can do it fairly easily. Just contact us through the Facebook page at facebook.com/slash/thesqueak or on Twitter at twitter.com/slash. The Squeak, and that's T-H-E-S-Q-W-E-E-K. Um, and we're also on the Acast, Acast. Yes, we're on Acast now, which is kind of a big podcast network. So um, I've been looking at the stats from that, and, and we're actually big in America at the minute, Luke. Really? We're getting, we're getting lots of listens from the US. I bet we're massive in Macedonia. Oh, indeed. <laughs> and, and then, Didn't um, we have some listeners from Denmark as well? Yeah, Denmark and Sweden. Acast originally came out in Denmark and Sweden, so we're getting quite a few I don't understand all this podcasting business, you know. I never, I never got it before, before you put us on it. It's great. I, I listen to podcasts all the time, and, you know... I work from home, so one one of the big things I do each week is just like stick on when I get up, stick on a podcast and listen to it through. Well, my, my mate does a podcast every week, yeah, um, and he has quite a lot of followers as well. I just, mm, I just never really followed it. Ricky Gervais and that did podcast, don't they? Yeah, well, Ricky Gervais was the one that kind of pioneered it about ten ten years ago or so, and got all the listens. And obviously now, serials a big thing, uh, which is kind of. It, last year it was the murder mystery case, uh, and now this year they've started again and they're going into the uh, history of that American soldier that kind of disappeared in Afghanistan uh, and what actually happened whilst he was away and stuff like that. So it's, there's, there's different formats of podcasts. There's one that we do, which is like the music t- music and chat type. There's one uh, where you know it's just mates chatting and they're interested in themselves, and then there's the storytelling type ones as well. Well, you mentioned the Afghanistan soldier. It sounds very much like the Homeland yes, first yeah. three series sort of story that yeah, went it's along. It's funny because you mentioned Homeland a few weeks ago and I started watching oh. it on Netflix. How good is it? It's really good. It's really good. Well, we, we've been through the first three series now. I'm slightly behind on the fifth series. Um, I'm sort of on to episode seven or eight. Yeah. And it's nearly finished. I think the next one's, uh, the last one is next week. This week? Oh, tonight? Is it on a Sunday? I don't know. I don't know. I'm catching up anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But yeah, if you if you haven't watched Homeland, I would definitely recommend it. If you've got Netflix or 
anything where you can watch it back, I would. It's it's brilliant. I've, I've been loving Netflix at the minute. Have you, have you got Netflix? Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, there, there's a few things on there that, that are just amazing, like uh, Master of None. I don't know if you've seen that, which is Aziz Ansari. I think I've seen it advertised, but I've not watched it. it. It's it's just. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Louis as well, Louis, Louis C.K. from America. And basically it's just a, a 30-minute kind of something that you can just put on for half an hour and, and just, like, chewing gum for the eyeballs kind of thing, but quite funny comedy set in, like, normal everyday situations. <laughs> chewing gum for the eyeballs? Yeah. I've not heard that one before. you never heard that. Have that's... you just made that one up? No, that's, that's, a, that's a saying, isn't it? 26 years on this earth nearly, and I've never heard that. <laughs> um, no, my favourite one, undoubtedly, is uh, House of Cards. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. I'm, I'm, I got a February. bit tired of the last series, though. I think now he's kind of got into power, it's lost its its uh, kind of edge a little bit. Um, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> if you haven't watched it, don't bother. Uh, no, I, well, I think the third series probably ended on a sort of less groundbreaking ending than the series one and two had. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's back, I'll say it's back in February, so... But the good thing about Netflix is they just put it all on at once. So you don't yeah. have to wait till next week or whatever. You can just watch it all in one go. Well, they, I'm they've sure been many experimenting with doing a weekly one as well, haven't they? I can't remember what, what series they did, but they, they did release one weekly. Well, Orange is the New Black is supposed to be amazing. I tried watching it and I couldn't get yeah. into it. I'd, I've watched Not the first thing. two episodes and then yeah. didn't bother with it. I think I gave it two episodes and gave up. Yeah. Then like, Netflix has got stuff like Jessica Jones as well, which is like the Marvel Universe kind of thing. But um, it's, it's really good. It's almost like film noir kind of style. I think there's a lot of things that I've missed on Netflix altogether because I've not heard about some of these. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great. Netflix, people complain about Netflix that they, there's not much on there, but when you look through Netflix, it's brilliant. There's loads of stuff. Well, I think um, series like House of Cards has really opened up um, the door for doing just exclusives on there. I mean, look yeah. at Clarkson and, and, and Top Gear. Yeah, uh, ex-Top Gear show has gone on to Amazon Prime. Yeah. So you pay 10 quid. Um, what is it? It works out 10 quid a month or something. Yeah. And you can watch it all. Well, Amazon Prime through, is through uh, it's what seventy nine quid a year, I think, and and you That's get all the next day delivery stuff in that as well. Through through the shopping, yeah. So yeah. it's not even ten quid a month then. So yeah. very good. It's a, it is a bargain. The budget that they're given that new Top Gear show is amazing. It's yeah, like three hundred million quid. Yeah, that's um, unbelievable. But Amazon are massive, aren't they? So yeah. they've got the money. And if it gets people, if if that can be the flagship for getting everybody, or even well, I know it's got quite a lot of subscribers anyway, but even more, then uh, it'll be it'll pay the pay yeah. pay for itself. Well, you look at at the height of Top Gear. Uh, a few years ago, you know, when Lost Lost was out and Lost was really big and the biggest program in in the world, apparently Top Gear was downloaded more than um, Lost was. Yeah, but Lost then. didn't they start making Lost up as they were going on? Yeah, that's another program that I never really got on. Rubbish. Yeah, no, I couldn't get into it either. Um, right, what's the first musical feast? The first we're one. I've uh, been sent this this week, and it's uh, Sheffield Band. Uh, uh, kind of an indie post-rock band from Sheffield, um, and last year, kind of almost tying into this year, they uh, they got into the time of year that is, um, they got nominated as the song of 2014. Uh, but this one's one of their new ones. This is Oh Captain with Half Life. Oh Captain, they followed me on Twitter. Yes, yeah, here they are. <laughs> I just can't be found. Oh, I just can't be found. But I believe these things have a half-life Oh, I feel better with time But I can't see 
Uh, from Sheffield, a really nice uh, song there, and we got a tweet in from Ray, who says that she approves of this song. So, you know, it's just like one of the presidential candidates at the end of the end of the uh, their adverts, and they say, "I am Ray, and I approve of this message." Yeah, it was good that. Yeah. <laughs> she has actually worked that. I approve of this song <laughs> with a kiss on the end. Yeah, a friendly right. approval. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they're they're around, and you can uh, they'll be touring and stuff next year again. Um, They've, they've been around about three years, and the one that I've never actually seen live, but, you know, heard of lots and lots and lots. Um, but they sent us a song that they, they were talking about this week on Reddit. Um, oh! Yeah, so I posted a link. And, uh, What's that? Reddit's kind of a, a website, like a bulletin board kind of website, where you can go on and chat about literally anything. And they have subreddits, which is like the sub-forums for spe- special subjects. Like There's a Sheffield one. Oh, that's cool. We were in there. Um, a lot of, lot of gigs happening last night in Sheffield. Um, our, our very good friend Neil Hargreaves put on a cracker uh, at the plug. Sherlock yep. sold out. 
Yeah, it was it was a night for sold out gigs yesterday, wasn't it? Um, Sherlock's, yeah, apparently Sherlock's Dirty Sterling and Kong and and they smashed it last night. Apparently, uh, sold out a plug what three thousand ish people. Like the Sherlock's are, are just going on to be big and better and everything. They're supporting the Libertines next year. They're, they're going to be really massive. Yeah. Well, Neil was really um, really happy. He'd put a lot of work into doing all all the stuff at the plug last night. So yeah, I'm glad it was a success for you, Neil. Yeah, and, and the guys, obviously. Yeah, um, and you know, I've I've seen the uh, the Facebook posts from like the bands involved, and they've all seemingly really had a had a great night. And the pictures of it as well, you know, sold out plug is just amazing. Um, but yeah, there was also we had Def Leppard their homecoming. At the arena last night, uh, supported by White Snake. Yeah, a lot of my uh, a lot of friends of mine went to see that, and they said they were fantastic. They've really, really been looking forward to that in the yeah. up to Christmas. So yeah, and they had an extended set. Apparently, um, they brought all all the supports forward and extended the Def Leppard set as well. So big treat for everyone that went down there. Yeah, brilliant. And then uh, Everly Pregnant Brothers sold out the O2 Academy last night as well. Yeah. Um, well, we were talking about this earlier. Toby Foster's not not with them anymore. No, I think there's been a couple of people leave, but there's obviously a million of them, aren't there? So they can carry on. I told you a million times, James, to not exaggerate. <laughs> um, yes, so just on uh, all things good music, um, especially for our friend Dave. Hi, Dave. He'll be in Boozer anyway. Um, did you watch the X Factor final? I didn't know. No, it's, uh... Unsurprisingly. <laughs> Not one of my most favourite things to watch. But, no, I know. We've discussed I've, it. I've, I've read a lot about it this week, to be fair. Well, um, the winner's single, which is normally sort of up there as challenging for number one, um, it's charted in its lowest position. She's actually gone in at number nine, which you wouldn't think is a disaster, would you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, uh, for, for you know somebody, their first ever charting position. Um, number nine's not bad, but for the X Factor, it's yeah, a it's normally going at number one. And currently, uh, Justin Bieber has got three yes. of the top five. It's number one, number two, and number five, I think. Yeah, that's it. Um, but yeah, in fairness, though, the winner's single is a terrible song. It, it is awful. Have you it? heard it? I've, I've heard about 30 seconds of it and switched it off. It's yeah. horrible. It's it's absolutely dire. Don't get me wrong, I'm, I think, as, a, as a, I, I think I mentioned last week, this girl, she's only 17, she's got an unbelievable voice, she's got a big stage presence, she's definitely the worthy winner, she's the best singer, the best act, but the song they've given her is rubbish, she's sung it lovely, she's yeah. sung it perfectly, um, but the song is just rubbish, so I'm surprised it's even gone in at number 9, or expecting it to be like in the 30s or something. So Yeah, I've been doing some reading on it this week, um, because after the series ends, they release all the statistics of... You know what what the votings were each week, like the exact numbers and stuff like that. Oh, and right. um, there's a, there's a blog that I came across which is called Sofa Bet, and it actually go in depth, like talking about how the producers have manipulated it from week one and how they've got people to vote for certain things and um, manipulated how people look on stage and what the voting result resultant voting of that was and stuff like that. It's really interesting to read. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me because um, Che Chesterman who everybody thought would get... Well, he was touted as one of the winners... Uh, sorry, as a winner from early on. Yeah. Um, he didn't make it to the final. And Reggie and Bolly did, who were yeah. awful. And, and um, then Reggie and Bolly, apparently, I didn't watch it, but apparently they got given purposefully given a, a bad song to do. Um, so so uh, it manipulated the, the final vote. Well, it all, they do that every year, though. Yeah. They, they pick a song that will 
they both sing the same winner single, hmm. um, but it always suits the best act. Yeah, of course. So they've been doing like clubby anthems um, because that's 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 what they do. And then they've been given this ballad to sing, so it was always going to be a disaster, and it, and it was on the night, they were shocking. But you look to the, the beginning of the series, and even before it started, uh, that Louisa was apparently being groomed by the producers anyway. Uh, right. She she originally uh, went to Britain's Got Talent and auditioned for that, and then when um, they told her to go to the X Factor instead... She'll have been too young. Well, maybe, maybe. Uh, they told us to audition for the X Factor instead and have apparently been manager in, in the meantime. They do that. I think uh, last year or the year before, might have, it might have been before that, they'd got this, um, she was a pink tribute act um, and they they approached her and said, oh, you should audition for this. And I think they'd told her, you know, do what you do because it's really good. I mean, she was good. Um and then the judges said, oh, no, you're too much like Pink. You've not got your own, um, yeah. you know. And then, obviously, she went balmy, and everybody were like, oh, look at this idiot, blah, blah, And that's But that's what she'd been told to do by the producer. The producers do it every year. Yeah, of course they do. And it, it's a TV programme at the end of the day. It's not It's not about the musical talent no, as I mean, such. Yeah. To be fair, I, I think half of it I agree with. I mean, well, I don't know. What am I trying to say? The beginning bit, before they're all at the live... Studios doing the performance every week yeah. is just rubbish because yeah. they, they wheel out the bewildered thinking that they can sing and they can perform and write their own songs and the rest of it. Yeah. And everybody knows that they can't, but they put them on so everybody can laugh at them. That's they don't it's like it's that. entertainment value, that's all it is. And, and they only put through because the, the judges obviously don't see everyone. The producers pick who's going to go through. And, and it's, it's almost like baiting people to... To laugh at the, the more unfortunate yeah. singers, yeah, I think it's it's quite a rotten format in that, in that respect. But it's it's that see that's why the voice has been scrapped because it would focus more on the singing. But well, funny, you it's boring. Isn't I saw it? an advert for the voice yesterday. It's, uh, yeah. it's back on BBC One in January, uh, and that's the last series on the BBC. Then it's going to ITV. I thought I thought they'd already got rid of it. No, no, they're, they're doing one last series, and they've, they've replaced Tom Jones with. Um, Boy George, uh, and Palo- oh, no. Paloma Faith's on it this year as well. Instead of Rita Ora, yeah. she's obviously gone to the X Factor. Yeah. Um, yeah, they called a bit of a stir getting rid of Sir Tom Jones, didn't they? Yeah. Um, although, they'd, to be fair, it just his contract had expired, so they just didn't renew it, so it's not like he got sacked. Well, they're all on yearly contracts, apparently. I, th- I, think, I think what irked him was that he'd been uh, preparing for it as normal, and then the day... The day that they made the announcement that Boy George was going to be on it, they told him that he wasn't. <laughs> so. Yeah, so he'd not planned anything the year ahead. Bearing in mind he's got a new album out, yeah. Um, so it annoyed him slightly, annoyed him yeah. very much. Uh, just a, just a shout out, Adele's at number three. Oh dear, uh, with that still, still hello, hello, how long's that been in there? Um, a, a long time, and she's top of the album charts as well. Yeah. Um, Coldplay were on the the final. Um, very strange performance. I, I didn't, I've not seen it. It was bizarre. It was, um, well, he was bent over for the whole of his performance. Right. It was strange. He was just sort of singing like this. <laughs> that works on radio. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that was for your benefit. But yeah. um, very um, strange. I kept I kept saying, I'm like, what is he doing? Why is he bent over? Is he doing his backing? Uh, and then he sort of got up and then he did the same. They've always had that kind of... Um, Eccentric elements of performances, aren't they? Like, yeah, I know, but the video for um, 
what is the song called? An advent- Adventure of a Lifetime or something. I don't know. But the, there's monkeys in that. And then they've got people dressed up as monkeys on the stage. Right. That that I could deal with, but why was he bent over? It was just re- it was strange. It was Very like the strange. monkeys had got some strange force. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, 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 I'll leave it there. But it was very <laughs> bizarre. And then when he finished, he were absolutely covered in sweat. It was. It, yeah. it, it must have been like I don't know what. He, I don't know why. Because he weren't moving much. He was just absolutely bathed in sweat. A bit of lights and stuff, aren't it? Warm for the studio. Yeah, all them bodies. Yeah, yeah. Was, is it Wembley the final? Wembley Arena. Yeah. yeah so, so it'll be warm in there, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. Have you ever seen the video for? It's a long time ago now, but Basement Jacks when they did "Where's Your Head At"? Mm. With, with the monkeys. That's, that's mm. one of the freakiest videos. It's ever. weird. <laughs> it's very, very weird. So, um, what have we got next? James Hargreaves. We got a band that uh, I saw about two years ago. Uh, and what used to be Bar Abbey on Abbeydale Road, there was a gig that we put on there. Is that where the snooker centre is? Yes, yeah, it was next door to the snooker centre. It's now Picture House Social. Um, oh, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, and still the Picture House. Yeah. Um, but this band, we, we put on a gig there, uh, and they were coming from Manchester, and on the day, the drummer got really ill uh, and ended up being hospitalised, and he ended up on a drip in the hospital. Oh, God. But... This is how how professional they were as musicians that they they wanted to fulfil their uh, their gig. The the rest of the band came and did the sound check uh, and did the sound check for the drummer. And literally about ten minutes before they were due on stage, the drummer turned up with the drip still in and started started drumming. Turns out that his mum had actually broken him out of the uh, of the hospital. He had, had to climb through a window. His mum was waiting as a getaway driver, drove him to the gig, then straight after the gig, drove him back to the hospital and, and let him back in. This was while the, the drip was still connected yeah, yeah. to his arm, yeah. so he's drumming away. Yeah, <laughs> it was absolutely crazy, but uh, they've, they've changed um, the frontman since then, uh, but this is this is a song from back in that time, um, and they're called Puppet Rebellion. This one's called Chemical Friends. Chemical Friends. You listen to The Squeak on 93.2 FM. Give us a shout. We're on the Twitter at The Squeak.
This is Craig David, and I'm right here on Sheffield Live 93. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Chemical Friends. Yeah, Chemical I like that Friends. one uh, by Puppet Rebellion. Uh, they play Sheffield quite a bit now. Um, I think that that gig a couple of years ago was their first gig here. Um, Where are they from again? They're from Manchester. Oh, Manchester, yeah. yeah. It's a uh, very kind of uh, indie, indie-based scene. Uh, I think they played um, the rocking chair in November, Puppet Rebellion, and they're, they're planning to come back early next year. That's what I was going to ask, actually. You mentioned Kong earlier. Mm. Um, my mates uh, supported Kong um, sort of around April time, I think. Yeah. June, maybe. May. Earlier on in the year, anyway. Yeah. Um, Kong. Yeah, they were they were really good. Um, yeah, they are. I think um, they're the one of those. Neil, Neil, for a gig like the Sherlock sold out for the support, he, he wants to get in bands that are energetic and, and similar kind of style. Well, I'm just wondering if they got it through Neil, because my mate Tom knows Neil. And Neil obviously put that gig on for Kong, so I'm guessing that's oh, why. The, yeah, um, shoot the poets. That's what they oh, called. Yeah, my mates' band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you've seen them. Yeah, yeah. Did you see them that night? Were you there that night? I don't. I don't remember seeing you. I'd, well, we no. don't know when you were. No, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think I seen them at Plug a while ago. I think it was when the Indie Project was at Plug. Uh, not the Indie Project. Uh, proper local. Um, I can tell you because I remember taking a picture. Wow! <laughs> of the band great, that great night. Great radio. <laughs> I'll show you a picture. Anyway, yeah. Oh, so um, uh, Mr. Eclectica sent us a message back saying, "Who's this? Who's that? Yes, I'll I'll reply to him later." Um, yeah, no. Um, we're hoping. Well, I'm hoping anyway. I think after the new year, um, shoot the poets are going to be recording, um, so we can get some of their stuff on. Um, because yeah. they're really good live, they just yeah, yeah. they're just not recording anything yet, unfortunately. Yeah. 
So what about the football then, James? The uh, the the best manager in the world has been sacked from Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an odd one, isn't it? They they got the title last season. They've had, they've had a terrible season, haven't they? But uh, mm. but Jose Mourinho, it's, it's a bit of a weird one. I, I kind of expected them to stick with him a bit, but uh, Abramovich isn't that patient, is he? No, and he's he seems quite for a businessman. He seems quite ruthless. Yeah, um, and he wants an instant return on his money, which he can understand. Um, and it and it's been uh, finally confirmed that Pep Guardiola of Bayern Munich is not going to be there next season. So yeah, we've got Gus Hiddinkin at Chelsea till the end of the season, and it, it's probably odds on that um, Pep's going to go to Chelsea. What do you reckon? Well, I, 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 what I would like to happen is to see Pep going to uh, to. Uh, either Man City or Man U, and Mourinho doing the other one. It'd be that'd be interesting if, if Mourinho went to say uh, Man City and Pep Guardiola at, at Man U. That'd be a proper rivalry, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, the, whoever whoever leaves the Premier League won't be going to if anybody. Let's say. I mean, Louis Van Gaal still contracted until twenty seventeen, yeah. and Pellegrini is is it's don't run out next next um, next year, does it? At the end of the season. I'm not sure, but contracts don't mean anything nowadays. It's always written into a contract that they can pay you off. Well, Jose Mourinho has probably made about twenty-two million pounds out of being sacked mm. from Chelsea twice. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? Very crazy. That that amount of money just for just to be told to leave your job is crazy. Yeah, the old golden handshake. But but one one thing we do know is that Ancelotti won't be in the Premier League next year because he's, he's going to buy in. Yeah. Um, yeah, a, a very, very, well, world-class, obviously, uh, football manager, um, sacked from Real Madrid. Yeah. Again, another club with uh, ruthless people in charge that will just sack yeah. anybody. And I, I read some stats earlier about um, about Mourinho and, and uh, in comparison to Wenger at, at Arsenal. And in the time since Arsenal last won a title... Yeah. Mourinho has been sacked by Chelsea twice. He's, he's uh, won the league uh, two or three times, the FA Cup, all the rest yeah. of it. Yeah, and, seen and, that. and other in, in other countries, he's, he's won like times. Won the treble Inter and, Rail. Yeah, yeah, won the treble at Inter. And thing yeah. is, though, Arsene Wenger's working working with different facilities and different a different remit. I think I don't yeah. think the challenge him to win the league because he's got too many young players that they want him to develop instead. But yeah. for for what he's spent, he's, he's guaranteed Champions League football. So that's probably. Probably the only pro- pro- profitable uh, Premier League club. Yeah. It is interesting to see Arsenal fans though, because and, and, um, the club's really patient with him. And every year, I always see a period, like every single year, where the, the Arsenal fans want Wenger out. But the thing and then, is, and then turn it, it turns it around at the end of the season. You say, you say the club's patient with him. If he's working, if he's exceeding, you, you don't know what the club's targets are. Yeah, that he's setting him. So if he's exceeding or achieving his targets, then yeah. they're not being patient with him. Um, I found the picture. Um, that's it. Right. I only I only saw it this morning. I was like, "Oh, Kong!" I'm sure, you've mentioned them before. Right. So that was March. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's ages ago actually. It's well, nine months. Back in March. Where was that? That's plug that. All right. But one of the guys has got married since, so I don't know. I don't. It might, know. might have been the same night I was in there because I'm sure I've seen him at plug before. Hmm? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't remember seeing you there, but then again, I don't remember what I did this morning. So, <laughs> well, obviously looking for this picture that I couldn't find again. Um, okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, just while we're on football, um, Sheffield Wednesday are playing Wolves at Hillsborough today, and we're two one up. Sheffield Wednesday two one up. Yep, nice. Forest Forest Dieri, two goals. Yeah, great player. 
yeah, he's, he's transformed the, the team, hasn't he? He's setting up all the goals, he's doing really well. Um, instrumental in the victory against Arsenal yeah. that we've just been yeah. talking about. Yeah, indeed. So, uh, so, so it's a wonder whether uh, we've got any anyone actually <laughs> listening or whether they're all at the match. They'll probably be all at the match. <laughs> um, yeah, Dave will, Dave will be in pub. Yeah. Um, do you, are you going to go and see Star Wars? Do you think? Yeah, yeah I'm definitely going to go and see it. I've just uh, been waiting until all the initial hype goes dies down, and, and it, I, don't, I don't like it when it's like massively full in a cinema and you're always going to get the people chatting away or answering the mobiles or um, it really annoys me. Yeah, it's either the mobiles. It's between mobiles and crisps for me. Oh, yeah. Crisps are awful in, in cinemas. They really are. Carrier bags. People bring things in, in carrier bags. Yeah. I remember going to watch to- a film with me uh, sister and um, this woman had brought a whoever and she'd got um, a carrier bag full of stuff and every five seconds carrier bag, carrier bag. My sister ended up shushing her. Because it was just causing that much aggro, people were just couldn't concentrate on the film because this woman kept <laughs> it, it takes, foraging takes and carrying right it out at the moment, doesn't it? It's very, very um, distracting. Yeah, definitely. Well, I've been considering seeing it in uh, in the IMAX because Sheffield is one of only two places that have the, the full seventy mil IMAX, so mm. it's how the film is is made and, and supposedly how you're supposed to view it. You pay for it though, don't you? Yeah. You do pay for it. It's cost a fortune going to uh, Cineworld anyway, let alone IMAX. Well, have you seen the new VIP experience they're doing? No. It's like 30 quid a ticket. And and I'm not sure exactly what you get all together, but I, I believe you get greeted at the door as you walk in. Yeah. You, you, get, you go into a private area with a buffet. I think Neil was telling us about this last yeah. week. Yeah, so you get like you get a buffet, you get, you get a drink and a nice seat and all the rest well, of it. I think there's a pay bar there. I think you still have to pay for like oh. alcoholic drinks at least. Um, but yeah, you get like reserved seating and stuff. It's even drinks you're like looking at four, four and a half quid. Yeah. yeah. To come in a plastic pot that's <laughs> yeah I, no. Um, I mean, I'd well to be to be honest, I'm, I still want to go and see it. Last Hunger Games, I've not seen that yet. I just yeah, I, I'm, I'm quite happy to wait till it comes out and watch it on telly. To be quite honest, yeah. It's not. It's. Not, I mean, I went. I, I got really excited about the new James Bond, and I were a bit disappointed. So I can't remember. I can't I've still not seen that yet. I've not been to the cinema for a while. So I can't remember the last great film I went to see at the cinema. No, I'm just trying to think. Can't think of. Can't think of the last film I saw at the cinema. To be honest, give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, did you see Avatar? Yes, because that yeah. was the first big 3D. That that was how 3D like. should be done. It obviously took them like six or seven years to make, apparently. But well, they're making the in the process making the next one, aren't they? Yeah. They the uh, what what really got me about that was, was like the first big 3D one. It wasn't the 3D effect as you're watching the film. It was the background stuff. So they had like 3D computer screens in the background of the <laughs> uh, of the scene, mm. which had a 3D display in it. So it was like 3D within 3D. The depth of that film was awesome. Yeah, and and to be fair, the narrative was good. That's that's the important yeah. thing. The story was really good. Um, but yeah, I, I really really enjoyed Avatar. But I think I think the problem with three D after that was they just did it for everything. It's like Toy Story. They made Toy Story in three D. Yeah. Why? What's the point? You don't you don't get anything extra from it. No, and, and it's whether they they actually make it in three D originally and shoot it in three D or whether they post produce it. Yeah. Uh, you, the post production on a lot of them has been really really dodgy. 
Well, you may you may or may not know that I'm a, 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 I like you too. I'm a U2 fan. Yeah, indeed. And uh, when I was uh, when I was in Sydney about seven years ago now, we went to see U2 3D at the IMAX in Sydney, and it was unbelievable. I didn't I'd, I'd, I'd been to see a 3D film probably when I was little. You know, when you had the the red and blue yeah, lenses. Yeah. Um, this was proper 3D, and I'd never seen film in 3D, um, and. It was unbelievable because the screen was all curved and everything. It was it was almost in between a theatre and a cinema. Yeah. And he came out and I, th- it, it was really really you know it immersed you in the in the film completely. It was brilliant. It was really good. And that's that's what three D should be. Good three D is amazing. If, Bad if, 3D if, if, if you don't like you too, it would have been the most awful experience of your life. But I, I thought it was quite good. I, I, I don't get. They're, they're obviously a, a big band. They're quite an old band now. Um, but I, I don't get the hate for them as much. They're, they're I think the hate is for Bono. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's on a completely separate matter. But again, I think, like we said last week with Kanye West, it, it's all about personalities. And, and you know, he's he's obviously done silly things, Bono has, in, over the past. He's, he's a nice, a, a nice, a good singer of a good band, a decent band. Very good band. Yeah. We're talking. We're talking about you two as we as we as always seems to come up. I think it's probably me that brings it up. Um, the f- some of the film scores they've done have been have been excellent, like Batman. Yeah. Um, didn't they do uh, Gangs of New York? Yes, yeah, I think they did. The Hands That Built America. Yeah, I think I think um, the only one that's left is to do a Bond song. Well, maybe so. That'd be awesome. Right. What What's the next song, James? This was a bit of an indie funk band. Uh, they supported Prides on the current tour. Uh, they're from again over the Pennines in Manchester, uh, and they played Crystal for Tramlines. And this is No Hot Ashes, Goose. Hmm. I like the sound of this. Whatever kind of weather 
imaginary? Is she imaginary? She's got me dancing. Is she imaginary? Is she imaginary? Is she her? <laughs> no hot ashes. I, I love them. They they um, played tram lines. As I said at the Crystal Bar, and they were really good in the afternoon. What's it like for gigs in the Crystal then? It's it's really good. They've obviously changed it around this year. They've refurbished, but uh, over the past few years, they kind of build a, a stage at the back, you know, next to where the, the little house is, which sounds bizarre in a pub. Um, and they put big lighting rig in, big sound rig, uh, and you know uh, the bands that are on as well. Obviously, Neil organises it and. You get some of the best bands from across the country to play. Uh, it's well worth going to. I thought, in fact, this week I've just seen him uh, saying that he's starting to book the bands for next year's as well. So, Re- really, yeah, looking forward to see who's coming to that. Indeed. <laughs> um, just had a text in from Paul Sellers, who does Eclectica before us. Um, he's done his back and he slips his back, so he's in a bad way. Oh no! Not an ideal time before Christmas. So hopefully you get better soon, Paul, if you're listening. Yeah, hopefully. So, and so that's why he wasn't here. Uh, it's all awesome. it's all coming together. Yeah, yeah. The pieces of the puzzle. But, uh, yeah, bless him. Um, but yeah, talking of bad backs, have, have you ever uh, done any kind of uh, funny falling? <laughs> have you fell over Funny recently? Falling. Um, I did my back in, putting my shoe on, but we know about that. <laughs> falling. I once, um, well, the first time I ever went to town, I'd been to um, I'd been to this really weird gig at Plug, and I'd never been to town before, and Plug was full of the artificial smoke. And I ended up walking back home, um, and I uh, I came via the... Um, via the uh, steps at the Crucible. For yeah. some reason, why I went that way, I don't know. And I, I thought somebody was chasing me. Uh, <laughs> I know, I, w- I was very, very drunk, and I fell down the steps there. But that was a while ago. Well, uh, the worst why steps... Do you, why do you ask, James? Um, well, just before that, the worst steps I've ever fallen down are the metal ones in Corporation, <gasps> going from upstairs to downstairs. Ooh, yeah, yeah, and, dangerous. Uh, fortunately, I was quite drunk, so I didn't feel it, but the next day I had bruises all down my back. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I just saw this story today about... Essex Council uh, and their care services are planning uh, to charge £26 to uh, pick up an elderly person when they've fallen over. 
which I find utterly bizarre. What? Yeah, so so uh, if they get called out to to like an old person that's fallen over in their, their home, they're apparently oh, gonna gonna I charge. Th- I thought you meant just if they were walking through the city centre or something, they'd have like water, you know, uh, ambassadors. Well, yeah, well, you know, like we've got that gives you a fine for dropping a litter or whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised with with them charging for it. Right, I'm, I see. Well, yeah, £26, apparently £26 a year, an additional charge on top of the normal care service, the care line service that they do in Essex. Um, but yeah, if, if if your gran falls over and she can't get up, bless her, then they'll, get- they'll, they'll come out for 26 quid. Are these the, the warden control flats with a red rope? I'd imagine so, yeah. It's, it's part of uh, what they call the care line service in, in Essex, so I'd, I'd imagine right. it's that kind of thing. Are they, are they, question, are they going to add it on to the average, or are they just going to add it on altogether? That doesn't make sense. Are they just going to add it on, or are they going to charge you every time you fall over? No, it's, it's an add-on to, uh, they already, apparently they, they charge an annual fee, and they're going to add £25.92 onto the uh, annual charge. Uh, and there's a, around about two and a half thousand. Um, there's a, around two and a half thousand uh, elderly Essex residents who could be affected by this. So twenty six quid a throw. That's not not a bad bit of money for a care line. The thing is, the the the, the elderly and infirm are going to fall down quite a bit, aren't they? Yeah. So it sounds like a money maker to me. But what, what it should be, it should all be included in the service if that's what if if. Yeah. The, well, I'm glad I don't live in Essex, and I'll tell you that. But what, what if they got there, and they found out that this person hasn't paid the 26 quid? Did they, they say, oh, no. Leave well, me. we're leaving you on the floor. Yeah. Bye. Awful. Uh, How bizarre. It's, it's a shocking state of affairs. I just saw it in the Independent this morning and thought it was crazy. Well, I t- I t- I'd fall down occasionally at home, because our stairs in Hillsborough are, are really steep. Oh, yes, yeah, in, in the... Um, the terraced houses there, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. If you've only got socks on as well... <laughs> yes, it's like it's like lethal, straight down. Well, our mate Dave, uh, he, he used to have a glass door at the bottom of his, and so if it, he's, he's changed it <laughs> oh for dear. a wood, changed it for a wooden one now. But like, I didn't know that. Somebody, I take it somebody's gone straight through it then. Well, no, they, they took it out because they were scared of falling into it, and, it, it and probably for the best because it Dave has fatal. fallen down those stairs before now. Mm. Yeah. Many a time. Well, you're right. They're really steep stairs, those ones, aren't they? Yes. Yes. Um, we were talking about Taylor Swift last week, weren't we? And, oh, and she's we, copywriting 1989, the year I was yeah, born. And we were bigging her up for supporting, you know, the artists and and you know making sure that people get paid right. And then uh, just this week, I saw a story uh, about uh, some artwork that she used to promote her album that she used on kind of Instagram and Facebook and stuff. And the uh, the artist has actually um, complained on their website uh, that she's not asked for permission to use it. And when, when he's brought it up, then uh, she's refused to pay him for for, the, oh. for use of his work. So she's trying to patent something whilst ripping off some other people. Yeah, I just, I just find it a bit odd. Allegedly. Allegedly, I find it a bit odd, bit odd because she has been supportive of, of all the artists and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and you know, what we, is it we, she's stolen? Have you got a picture for the benefit of me? It, it is a picture of a fox, uh, which which she used to promote 1989 uh, before the album came out, and it's, oh. it's only something that she put on. So he's drawn that then, as I yeah, he's drawn that, or somebody's copied a version that he's drawn. Uh, oh, it's the same. Yeah, it's exactly it, it the same. looks exactly the same. 
Uh, and well, in, it, in the end, she's a people have apparently agreed to pay as long as he, he gives the money to charity. And obviously, as a, a budding artist that uses it as his well, means no, of earning a living. If he's drawn that, then that's his. Mm. It's just it's crazy. When, when we were bigging her up about uh, the Apple stuff, and we, we were saying, you know, she supported all the young, young destroys, small artists. It destroys her entire argument about the subject, doesn't it, if she's going to yeah. do that then? So, so, Especially with this thing so. about trying to patent somebody drawing 1989 on with a marker pen. Yeah, yeah. It's just... Again, I think you can patent the, the font type and the design of it, but not the actual act of doing it, surely. Yeah, but that's, that's a completely different beast, because that's copyright. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's got, it's got this work, it's been used, and apparently they've agreed to pay up uh, to the extent that he has to give it to charity. And how much is that, do we know? I don't know. Will's gone mad, James. Yeah, Will's gone, gone mad. Absolutely mad. Uh, so, should we, should we have one last track in I the last ten minutes? We'll have some more musical genius. Okay, well, th- this one is a, uh, an act that I saw uh, a few weeks ago, and he opened up a, a night um, that I went to, I think Resonator playing, Cavaliers were playing, uh, and if you, if you picture the scene, it's, it's this tiny little guy with a massive beard. It, it kind of looks like he comes from, I don't know, a Lord of the Rings film or something, bless him. Um, and then he's got a guitar, and I thought, oh, it's going to be your average kind of acoustic guitar guy that's opening up. No, he got up on stage, he, uh, he kicked in some electronic backing, and then started singing in a high-pitched voice. It just, it just absolutely, and this is that? Yeah, absolutely blew me away. This, this one's uh, a guy called Livo, and this one's called You. Can't wait to hear this one. DJ Ski's up at three with Platinum Plates. This is The Squeak.
That's Livu, and you, he's, he's a great little guy, he is, I keep saying little, but he's, a, he's a small guy, he's I'm not, not a being dwarf. disparaging. He's <laughs> no. just a small human. <laughs> You're not supposed to use dwarf nowadays, are you? You can, it's the M word you, you shouldn't say. Alright, okay. Don't say it. Right, well, I'm not saying it. Good. <laughs> um, it's it's DJ Scrooge on next uh, with Platinum Plates. <laughs> well, he's just told us that he really loves Christmas. <laughs> He's, he's looking forward to it so much. We can't. Yeah. No, absolutely not. We'll leave it. We'll leave all that behind. Okay. So, um, what have you got planned during the week then, James Hargreaves? Sweet. Well, it's Christmas week, isn't it? I'm, I'm oh gonna, yeah. You know, I, I've not actually put my, my tree up yet. I'm gonna gonna do that later tonight. You don't feel like Christmas. No. I've been eating mince pies since September, so... <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. We were mm. saying earlier, you should review every mince pie you have. I think I might. I think I've tried them rate, all. Rate the best ones. What, what's the best one for us? For me? Yeah. Definitely the Aldi Special Selected ones. £1.15 for a pack of six. Beautiful. Well, we've been having these Mr Kipling's ones this afternoon, haven't we? They're not that great, are they? I'm not buying any more, put it that way. No. Absolutely not. 75 pence a box, though, so... So what are you up to this week, then, Luke? Uh, well, I'm working till Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. So, yeah, and then we're, they're going out Christmas Eve for our mate Dave's birthday, aren't they? Yeah, looking forward to that. Absolutely, we'll we'll be uh, having a few... Well, we'll be having a few drinks, I'll probably be having a sing on karaoke. Yeah, yeah, with, a bit of Human with, League. Oh, nailed on. <laughs> All of the Sheffield stuff. Beautiful South. Yeah. Well, he's holding in, really, but yeah. whatever. Lives in Sheffield now, doesn't he, I think? I'm not sure. Yeah, support Sheffield United. Yeah. Mm, anyway, um, thanks for joining us on The Squeak today. You can catch the podcast on Acast um, and follow us on the Twitter, The Squeak, and you can find out all the stuff about us on there. Yep. DJ Ski's next. Woo! Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.